Hi, and welcome to Reasonable and Necessary, a study of permanent podcast series on everything you ever wanted to know about the National Disability Insurance Scheme. Put to you by the Summer Foundation. I'm your host, Dr. George Teleforis, and in this episode of our special COVID-19 series, we'll talk to anti-violence advocate Anne Barker about her experience of catching COVID and being forced into hospital. Check it out. Hi, Anne. Welcome to the show. Hi, George. Pleasure to be speaking with you. Thanks for having me on. Great to have you on. And you and I met about 15 years ago now, Um, and I, I know that you've done a lot of work since then. You've done a lot of work in the anti-violence area. You've been the Victorian Australian of the Year. You've done talks at schools and educated thousands of people about uh, violence. Um, uh, and and I'm, I'm very privileged to have a chance to talk to you today. Uh, and uh, on, this, mm. on this occasion, uh, it's about COVID, hey? Yes, unfortunately, it is because I got COVID. I was at home in my apartment, George, and I caught COVID of one of my nighttime staff who had contracted it from her husband, her sister's husband. When you first contracted uh, COVID, um, you were at home, right? And and uh, it was a Tuesday morning. Can you tell us what happened? It was very shocking and upsetting and I actually had a feeling support worker who heard the news with me and just left me with before my other worker had arrived or anything. I was just left all on my own, having just heard that I had contracted COVID. So I'm like freaking out and thinking, shit, I'm gonna die. <laughs> That's uh, what the news I've heard on the TV has led me to believe. Cause like, I've got a weaker immune 
it's good that you didn't have to share a room. You had to be isolated and on your own, right? Yes. In a white room for two weeks with no television or radio. Thankfully, my parents drove down and dropped off my iPad and a phone because actually what happened the day I got my test results back slug my phone got COVID and could it stop working? Wow, your phone got COVID and stopped working. <laughs> wow, but you got an iPad dropped off and and another a phone. Uh, that that those were your only link to the outside world. Yeah, true. Tell us a bit more about when you were in hospital and uh, you had your iPad. Yeah, you were all alone with no one to talk to. What what did you do to pass the time? Oh well, exactly. It was awesome. You know. To go to sit up so I build me some rock hard abs <laughs> and for my two weeks in hospital all I did was sit up I'm to the bed every day <laughs> at least Wow, well done on that. <laughs> so, um, 14 days later, um, and you got to leave the hospital, how did that feel? Oh, like heaven. It awesome. I was able to see people going about their lives and I was able to see the news what had been going on and catch up on all the gods. And uh, how did you find the staff at the hospital the battle after you? I, I often worry about going into hospital and not being appropriately looked after. It, it was like, because they had all the people, all the other people with COVID who were actually physically ill, like, they sort of just left me alone. All they did was lay in bed and then just come in and do the tests every day and give me that um, 
blood sending injection. And that's because uh, some people with COVID can get blood clots, is that right? This is correct, George. Right. And you didn't get blood clots because you were, <laughs> you were doing sit-ups the whole time and uh, <laughs> I think you're probably the least at risk of a blood clots of all of it. Yeah, well, thankfully, I didn't suffer any blood clots or um, precious swords or anything. No, that's, that's a relief. Mm-hmm. So what advice do you have to uh, other people that might be listening uh, uh, in terms of uh, what you've learned from this experience? Oh, you just got to have faith in yourself, stay strong-minded and just... So John through it. Absolutely. That's all we can do in this life. We're just gonna cop any of the shit we get done. <laughs> <laughs> and and obviously get vaccinated because Oh yeah, 100% everyone everywhere needs to and should 100% get fully vaccinated, please. Excellent advice. But I, um, what's then stood out for me um, in researching your experience was that that you uh, got COVID, your uh, support worker gave you COVID, and your support worker got very ill and they weren't vaccinated. You uh, you did very well, um, apart from having a very boring time in the hospital, um, and you were double vaccinated. So it shows us how important it is to get vaccinated. Um, but it also tells us that even if we are vaccinated, we can um, catch COVID. It does happen. I tested positive, sure, but I didn't really actually suffer from contracting COVID at all. Like, like I said, I got a bit of a sore throat for like a day, maybe. And it been with so badly, but that moment with all my sit Yes, who knows? It could have been your sit ups. Uh, and thank you uh, uh, so much for uh, chatting to me today. I'm excited that I. Uh, got to see you after all this, all this time. And your apartment looks really, really nice. Thank you very much, George. It's been wonderful to see you too.
Because it has been what feels like forever, especially after all this COVID. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully uh, we'll see each other in person yeah, very yeah, soon. Yeah. Thanks and have a great day. Yeah, Bye. Yeah, That's all we have time for on today's episode of Reasonable and Necessary, brought to you by the Summer Foundation. To be notified of future episodes, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and the notification bell. Thanks for watching, and until next time, stay well and reasonable.